The question of dog parks comes up often when we're talking with our clients. They want to know, should they be doing dog parks? What's my opinion on dog parks? Are they safe? What are the concerns? What are the pros? What are the cons? So that's what we're going to dedicate this episode to. Are dog parks a safe, fun place to bring your dog? Or is there maybe something else you should be doing? We're going to go ahead and talk about that next. All right, let's get this week's episode going. Hey, everybody, this is Jake from On Dog Training Academy. We are an online dog training business. We are put, we've put out a course. We're doing one-on-one virtual lessons. Um, check us out on dogtrainingacademy.com. I also want to let everybody know that we do have a free webinar available right now. It's talking about how to be more consistent in your training, how to get your family more consistent in your training, how to be proactive instead of reactive. It's a really good webinar, and I definitely recommend you guys check it out. That is on our website, ondogtrainingacademy.com. You just click on On Demand. You'll see free webinars. Click on that. You'll be able to access that webinar very easily. And like I said, it's full of really good information and it's just something we want to give to you guys to help you guys in your training to make sure that you are doing everything you can to set your dog up for success and just make your whole household happy. We want your dog to be part of your family and that's important as well. So on today's episode, like you've heard in the intro, we're going to be talking about dog barks. Now, In my opinion, I have a love-hate relationship with dog parks. I have personally used dog parks, not for the way you're thinking, um, but I've actually used dog parks where I will go on off times where I know there won't be anybody there, and I'll train my dogs using the distractions of a new environment that is full of smells and everything. It's not so much for playtime, but more for training time. So I, I like dog parks in that sense. Um, but I have some personal issues when it comes to dog parks and, and, and we'll kind of dive into those as a whole. Now I will say I'm going to be taking a lot of the, the notes or a lot of the information from the association of professional dog trainers website. They had a really good article that I was reading that was talking about dog park pros and cons. Now, like I said, I already have my opinions on dog parks and you're going to hear this, hear mine throughout the entire podcast, but I wanted to make sure that. I was reading off of the good side as well. You know, I want to make sure I'm covering both angles of dog parks so you can get kind of a well-rounded opinion on the whole thing. Like I said, of course, you're going to be hearing my opinion on this whole thing, but I just wanted to kind of read some of the the points from this this article that I read, and I will put this article in in the episode notes, so if you want to access this yourself, you certainly can. Um, The first thing is, is... You know, some of the advantages. I always want to talk about good. Well, typically, I think I want to talk about good first in my, uh, when I'm doing episodes. The first thing, you know, the dog socialization advantages. We, We know that dogs should get around or get familiar or get comfortable with other dogs. So it's an excellent source of dog to dog social interaction. Um, it's also a decent source of dog to people social interactions. Now, in my opinion, personally, I'm not so big on my dog thinking it needs to go play with all a bunch of other dogs and always get excited when it sees other dogs. So 
you know, there's definitely things you want to be careful about. But if you're looking to get your dog to uh, around friends and play and all that stuff, perfect. That's a good place to go. Now, I will put a little asterisk next to this. This isn't a place to teach your dog how to be social. If you have a dog who's afraid of other dogs, if you have a dog who's aggressive, and I'm sure we'll talk about more of this when we get into the to the cons. But you want to make sure that your dog is able to play with other dogs appropriately and not get aggressive and not get mean and and cause fights. All right, so now let's look at the people uh, pros to this. So there's people socialization advantages. Look, you know, especially since COVID, I mean, personally, I'm out doing stuff more, but I know a lot of people have maybe not got to get together as much. Well, the dog parks are really good outside, excellent source for people to just have those social interactions. You can meet new friends. You can you know, who knows, start relationships, I don't know, um, but it's just dog-oriented people that can meet and interact, um, doggy play dates can be arranged, uh, uh, after that, I know a lot of people who, who like their dog parks, and, and there are good dog parks out there for sure, um, but they really like the ones that they're going to, and they'll set up dates where they're like, hey, you know, I'm going to be there with my dog, Bruno. I don't know. It's a fake name. I'm going to be with my, there with my dog, Bruno. And your friend's like, yeah, I'll bring Scruff. You know, and, and I'll, you know, you're bringing your dogs together for some play dates. And that's really fun. It's really good because it's also giving, and this is a huge advantage to dog parks, is it's a physical and mental stimulation, right? Dogs need this, especially right now. For us, it's winter. Literally, just this morning, it stopped, but we got hit with a big snowstorm, tons of snow, and now the temperatures are going to drop. It's going to be freezing cold out. I don't want to be outside. A lot of people don't want to be outside, and the dogs still need to run. So I think the dog parks offer a way for you to be able to go somewhere, and even if it's just for 15 minutes of playtime, burn your dog out, get them really tired, and bring them home and have them more happy. Yes, it still involves you going outside but it, it just it's less for you. You can sit there and, and be warm and watch your dog and your dog can run and play. And, and I always think when dogs are playing together, they're burning off more calories, more energy, and it's just all around more productive when it comes to um, the, the physical stimulation than it would be just playing fetch with my dog. The amount of muscles that are getting used when dogs are running and cutting and jumping. I've talked about this stuff on previous episodes, but it's so important to do. So dogs can burn themselves out and get tired a little bit faster than it would be just you throwing a ball for them. So obviously, you know, it's a really good, you know, physical and mental uh, uh, stimulation advantage, obviously. Um, You know... It's a good opportunity for owners to learn about dogs as well through observation. Um, it provides the opportunity to learn from more experienced owners. So maybe you're like, oh, you know, your dog's playing a little little rough or something. And maybe it's something you didn't notice before. Maybe you watched your dog playing and you thought it was all wholesome and happy. And all of a sudden people are like, yeah, but watch how that his body, look at the muscle tightness, look at the posturing your dog is doing. It really can help. And and it, whether you're on one side of it or the other, if you're able to educate people or if you're able to to get education, you know, I think it's always helpful to learn more. Now, obviously, you're going to run into people who are A, know-it-alls, or B, don't want to take advice or anything from somebody else. So you always have to be careful with that because I don't want any fights or anything weird to happen. Um, you know, the other good thing is there's no cars, no rollerbladers, skateboarders, bikes. There's nothing in there. It's a dog park. That's just 
your dogs. You know, you can get into some good ones that have like a pond and whether that's good or not, I don't know if I want my dog running through a swampy old pond and drinking that water and getting sick. But, you know, there's there's usually some maybe some high grass, there's some hills, there's whatever, and it's just there for your dog. It's a fenced-in environment where you can let your dog off leash and say, burn that energy, buddy, go have fun, right? And, you know, and, and you know, you could provide uh, location and community dog activities. So, like, I know some people who like to meet at there, meet at um, dog parks for for training. Um, I don't do a ton of it inside the dog park. I will do, like I mentioned, I will take my dog to the dog park um, when it's off hours and, like, nobody's really there. What I will do when there's a lot of people at the dog park is I will walk the parking lot. And because my main goal a lot of times when I'm training my dog is to teach them to be impartial to other dogs. I don't need them to get super stimulated all the time. This is why I don't personally do dog parks because I don't want my dog to see another dog on a walk or wherever and go, my friend, let's go play and and just lose their mind and interrupt what we're trying to do or embarrass or whatever. I'm more like, hey, you're on a walk with me. This is what we're doing. We're going to pass a dog and I want you to go, cool, that's a dog. I'm going to continue going. So that's where I like to take dogs to dog parks but not actually go to the dog park. Um, I will stay in the parking lot and I will heal my dog around the parking lot with the sounds, the smells, everything going on in the park. Or I might walk them up and at, from a safe distance, walk them around the fence. I don't want them right up to the fence because I don't want other dogs to come up and try to fence fight or anything like that. I just use the dogs in the park as a distraction. Now you could do a hybrid if you're like, but I love dog parks. I want to continue to go to my dog park, but I do want my dog to be impartial to other dogs. What you can do is kind of a hybrid of both of them. Take your dog there and go, okay, you know what? I'm going to let you have your playtime. However, we're going to do 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it's going to be of obedience before we go in there. Meaning you're going to see your friends in the dog park, but you're going to heal with me well. You're going to do sit stays, down stays. You're going to do recalls, all of it on leash, of course, because you're outside of the park. And I'm going to make you earn your freedom, your free time, your playtime. That's your reward. If you do well with me, that's your reward. So that also means you're going to heal from the parking lot all the way up to the first gate, into the second gate, and then when you finally unhook your dog, maybe that's when they can go and be free and have their fun. But you're going to make them earn it because I think that is what's missing. The control aspect of these things I think is super, super important. So now we're going to get into probably the side I tend to lean on more and that's the disadvantages of a dog park so first for people there's a potential danger from aggressive dogs like I mentioned a little bit at the earlier parts of this episode sometimes people bring dogs there that shouldn't be there dogs that need to learn how to be social and that's not what dog parks are for Dog parks are places for social dogs to have social interactions that are positive. If your dog's afraid of other dogs and you're like, I just want to get them around dogs, so I'm going to bring them to this dog park, you're putting a liability out there majorly. And especially if your dog has issues with other people, you're putting a huge liability that could end in your dog getting euthanized if they bite somebody. So you want to be super, super careful. careful. And I know I'm being blunt about that, but I feel like I have to. Right? I don't want someone to make the mistakes that I've heard other people make that 
ends in heartbreak. It's terrible. So the potential for danger for aggressive dogs. There's also the potential for danger of physical injury from dog-related hazards. And this isn't even a, a aggressive dog thing. This is just dogs, when they start to play and they get in play mode, it's almost they just get so focused on that, they forget where they are. And if you're not paying attention, they're going to swipe your legs out, run into you, knock you over. They might hurt your knees, something like that. So there's always that you want to be careful about. There's always potential of lawsuits arising from dog fights. Um, and then the, the big one for me, uh, aside from dog fights, is the potential for parasites. Now, this goes two ways. It can go people getting parasites because the grounds aren't that clean, or it could be your dogs getting parasites. I always make sure my dogs are vetted and have their vaccines, but there's a lot of people who don't. And if, you're, if your dog is playing with another dog or a dog that's playing goes to the bathroom and has worms or has some sort of parasite, it can easily get spread and we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. So at the very least, if you're going to do this, make sure your dog has got a clean fecal. Make sure your dog has got the vaccinations that are required. Some dog parks require them, although enforcing it's pretty difficult. So just do your part and make sure your dog is as prevent has as much preventatives as possible, including your heart guard, including your your flea and tick stuff and everything like that. Um, so another issue when it comes to dis or yeah with disadvantages with other dogs is the potential for aggressive dogs in general. My whole thing, and this is why I don't bring dogs there, and this is why if I were to bring a dog there. I am not going to bring a young dog there. Young dogs are so impressionable when it comes to just life. So I don't want to bring a young dog there who's still trying to figure out how to play with other dogs or still trying to figure out if dogs are safe, if new dogs are safe. Because it's not natural for for dogs to go, hey, you're my new buddy. You know, there should be a little bit of caution there. The problem is, is if you bring a young dog, and I've dealt with clients that have gone through this, if you bring a young dog there to the dog park and they have a bad experience, like in the case I was just mentioning, that puppy got attacked. That affected that dog forever. That dog had aggression issues after that because now it's scared of other dogs. Because it was young, it was impressionable, it got attacked, and there were obviously problems that followed that. It was very traumatic for the dog, almost like PTSD, where the dog would see other dogs and just trigger off of it, and it wasn't good. The other thing is intact dogs may create some problems. Now, this I could definitely agree with because I have an intact male, and I know that there. If if he gets into a situation with other intact males, certain intact males, there could be problems. And again, it's not regulated, and so someone could bring their dog who's intact, whether it be male or female. They could also bring a dog that's in season, and if you get a dog that's in season, I guarantee you that whole park, whether a dog is spayed or neutered, if there's a if there's a bitch in season. That entire dog park is going to be a mess, and it's going to be very distracting, and there's going to be fights. It is not going to be good. So that again, it's not something that people can really manage. The the whoever owns the dog park can't manage it that easily. So it's on us. If you have a female who comes in heat, no, 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 you're not going to the dog park for at least a good month or more. Um, obviously, the the potential for parasites and diseases, like I talked about, um, the lack of impulse control and overstimulation. So this goes back to what I was talking about. And so, I, just so you guys know, I am reading off of some of the of the the article. So if I sound repetitive a little bit, I kind of get off of my own tan tangents, and then I kind of go back to this article, and it kind of repeats sort of what I said. But the 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 lack of impulse control and overexcitement. This one to me is why I like to do my my parking lot training 
either exclusively or prior to going into the dog park because if the only experiences your dog has with other dogs is the dog park, I can promise you, you're going to have a dog who overstimulates and is terrible around other dogs. And you could go, well, I want him excited to see other dogs. And that's fine. But it could turn into a major problem where your dog is lunging and barking and may seem super regressive and bad when really they're just overstimulated and excited. Um, The other thing then is not appropriate for small and large dogs at the same time. You got that potential for injury, whether it's, it's a size thing where you have like a small dog and a big dog playing and they get run over and stuff. But also especially with these bigger dog parks, these dogs are running and you obviously, and, and, and again, this is a, this is kind of a, a tough one for me. I mean, yes, it's a disadvantage. You want these, you don't want your dog to get hurt, but at the same time, in order to get that open speed and running and get that exercise, there is always a risk. Look, if I'm running on a treadmill, if I go out for a jog, there's risk that I'm going to break something, tear something, pull something, right? But I'm doing it for my health. Well, I'm doing this playtime stuff for my dog as well. So even though I don't do dog parks, even just playing fetch with your dog. If your dog's like mine, when I play fetch, my dog will run and just pummel uh, uh, the toy. And it looks violent. Like I'm like, oh my God, dude, the way you thrust into that toy or whatever, you're going to hurt yourself. And so like I can't play frisbee with my dog because if I have an errant throw and the dog launches, he might land funny. Like I'm always super careful. So the potential for injury is always 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 high a couple other things then um people don't really i I don't want to say i say people and i just feel like i'm i'm like broadly uh, um targeting everybody there are some people out there who either a they weren't paying attention and didn't see it or b are lazy and won't do it but they don't pick up after their dogs so there's there's a dog park that used to be in the town near me that i used to go to um on the off hours and you'd walk into that dog park, and it was small. I would say it was probably two acres. And you'd walk in there, and boy, it was like nobody ever cleaned up after their dogs. So you're constantly dodging landmines, and that's not fun. You know, that's not fun. So if, if you're hearing this, and you're one of them, for shame. But if you're hearing this, just know, if you go somewhere, just take care of it. Take care of the place that, that is is there to let your dog have that fun. Because if you don't take care of it and you trash it, eventually the city's going to go, this isn't worth our time. And that's what happened to that dog park uh, in, in the town next to us. The city went, you know what? This isn't our, worth our time. It's costing us money because we have to constantly go out there and clean up after this because people are leaving trash and poop and all this stuff. And people are abusing the park. And so that you know what they ended up doing? They put solar panels in there. So it definitely was something that was sad. I was like, well, that was a benefit to some people. I was, you know, one that used it just for my training. But you just want to be mindful and respectful. I feel like that's in life in general. Um, Other than that, there's a few other things they talk about in this article. Potential for noise, potential liability issues, everything like that. That's more for people who are thinking of starting one. Um, But I really just think... If you're going to do dog parks, and this is kind of a wrap on this video here, or this this uh, podcast episode here, if you're going to be doing dog parks, just make sure, like, scope it out. Like, I won't just go to a dog park, you know, and let my dog out. I'll I'll scope it out if I have to. Like, I'll go in and and look and see. Well, what kind of dogs are there typically? Is there physical play that's not appropriate? You know, and what am I seeing? And if 
I don't like the people that are there. If I don't like what's going on, then maybe I go, well, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. And if you get to the dog park, as much as this sucks, if you get to the dog park and it just does not feel right to you, go home, go take your dog for a walk. Go bring them down to the lake and go swimming with them. You know, do something that's going to, and obviously you can't right now, it's winter, at least here it is, but do something else with them. Give them their exercise, but find different outlets. So that's kind of the how I, how I will end this is dog parks aren't as great, in my opinion, as people seem to sometimes think they are. I think we can seek out different things with our dogs. Go hiking with your dog. If you're a runner, run your dog with you if they can, you know find other avenues swimming's really good for your dogs running in the snow that's a great workout if you can run if you're you can get your dog somewhere and run around in the snow that's fantastic you know there's different things you can do um to to get them that energy outlet that they need but if the dog park is something let's say you're living in an apartment or or whatever and they have a dog park there and it's nice or if you're living in town and that's your main option okay that's fine but you've heard my warnings, you've heard the pros and cons, and just make sure it's worth it. Make sure that that what you're seeing is good. And always, always watch your dogs. If you go to one of these new, I can't even remember what the hell they're called, basically where it's like a pub or a, you know you can go and get some beer and drink and hang out with friends at a dog park type thing, and there's some that we have here that are indoors, don't go to those. Don't go to those. And I'll give you a couple reasons, then I'll let you guys get out of here. Don't go to them because you know what? There's a ton of people there that are drinking that aren't watching their dogs. They're more concerned about being social with each other and getting a good buzz than they are paying attention to what their dog is doing. And their dog's running around being a shit, knocking all the other dogs over, playing inappropriately, but they don't have a clue because they're too busy drinking. The other reason then is people will be drinking. And dog people are already very much, I don't want to say obsessed, but very much, um, oh, involved with their dogs, that if you, if their dog gets run over or something by another dog, playing too rough, whatever, they could get mad at you because your dog was the one who ran their dog over. And then you mix alcohol into it, and it's just not a good combination. I've heard of, of fights starting at these things because, well, you've got people who absolutely love their dogs and then you're mixing alcohol in with it and it's just not a good it's not a good combo guys so stay away from those i know it sounds super cool to be able to go get a drink and and hang out with your dog and you know maybe you would be the person that would be able to just sit there and sip on a beer and watch your dog play and have a good time but i'm telling you there's going to be a lot of people there and you, you could go and you can watch and and you'll be like holy crap jake's right they will let their dogs go. They'll walk up to that bar. They'll get a drink, and they won't ever look at their dog till it's time to go. And when it's time to go, they'll be like, "Where's my dog?" And they're looking around, and they don't have a clue where their dog is. You should always know where your dog is when you're at these dog park places. All right, guys. So before I get too ranty here and start to go off in some side tangent that's not going to be beneficial to you, it's just me basically getting out my true emotions into this whole thing. I'm going to let you guys take off. So thank you guys so much for listening to this. Like I said before, we do have a free webinar that we put up on our website. So if you go to ondogtrainingacademy.com and you click on On Demand, you'll go into the free webinars. It's right in there. It's talking about how to get your whole family uh, to be consistent with training. I think it's super valuable. Check that out. And then um, you can always find us on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, both Learn Laugh Bark Podcast and 
the uh, on dog training academy both have their own socials so definitely check those out i will connect those in the description of this episode as well so guys thank you get out exercise with your dogs however you can be safe with them you guys be safe as well and of course guys we'll see you next week